twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll discuss the Motorola Talk About T-Series two-way radios. We'll explain the reasons for the complete makeover of the Talk About line, find out which of the old models are still available, and tell you how to match your old Talk About radios with the models in the current series. We'll also review the Motorola Talk About T605 two-way radio and take some of your comments and questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by bytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. bytwowayradios.com, your radio specialists. Motorola has long been a giant in the world of FRS and GMRS two-way radios. The company's talk-about line is well-known among consumers, and the iconic peanut shape previously incorporated into many of these models is widely recognized as an established image of the Motorola brand. However, in the last couple of years, Motorola introduced an entirely new line of talk-about radios to replace them, with new features, new options, and a whole new look. Of course, I'm referring to the Motorola T-Series. Talk about two-way radios. I guess the first question people are going to have is, why the makeover? Uh, Why introduce a whole new line of radios? Why move out the old, uh, like you said, iconic radios that, um, goodness, we've been selling those peanut-shaped radios from uh, Motorola since uh, we started selling radios in 2002. Yeah, I mean, that, that shape, mm-hmm. that peanut shape is really so well-known. You know, people look at it and say immediately, Motorola. Right, and these radios have been around for a long time. There are a ton of them out there. M- must be millions and millions of them out there. Um, and some of these models have been around for years. You know, they've replaced individual models in the line and refreshed the line over the years. But now with the T-Series, they've kind of gone with a completely new look and feel and design and everything and um there's uh definitely some behind the scenes reasoning for that i think we've mentioned on this podcast before maybe in um, a couple of our olympia episodes perhaps Mm -hmm. uh these radio the talk about frs gmrs radios were not actually made by motorola they were made by a company called giant international and motorola licensed the brand motorola to giant for use on these radios. Well, Motorola has decided that they no longer want to do that. They want to make their own FRS GMRS radios. So the new T-Series are truly Motorola-made FRS GMRS radios, whereas before, Motorola didn't have a lot of involvement in, in this line of radios. So simply put, they're basically replacing these old legacy talkabouts from uh, from a third-party manufacturer with 
their own line. And so in the process, they're just giving it a whole new look altogether, making it really their own. Right. And, and Motorola will tell you that they have increased the quality. They brought their, their knowledge of making you know, very durable, very high quality radios and put it into this line of FRS, GMRS radios. So um, you're going to get a higher quality product than you were used to um, if you previously bought the Talk About series. In addition to that, they've also brought these radios up to a, should I say, 21st century? Yeah, I really um, like the new the d- design of the radios. Yeah. I mean, the, the function is great as well. Of course, we've had plenty of opportunities to play with these radios now and get our hands on them, and, and uh, they do work great. These new radios are definitely more durable. They're... Um, they, they certainly seem to be better quality radios, and um, the, the feature set is very good, exactly what you'd expect with the line um, made by Motorola. So I think people are going to be, in general, really happy with this mm-hmm. upgrade. I yeah. really do. Now, there are going to be a lot of people out there that say, I'm really happy with the radios that I have now, the old models. And I may need to replace one to work with another one. Um, am I going to be able to still get the old models? Are the old models still going to be available for a while? Sure. We've heard that question a lot. And we've had these models on the website for a, a little while now, several months. And um, we've definitely got that question. We've sent out emails to our previous talk about customers talking about this upgrade. Um and uh, the answer is no. Eventually, you're not going to be able to get these old models. And in fact, already, you're not able to get a lot of the, the old models. So if you're a business and you were using um, one of the older models, uh, let's say an MR350, which was one of the, the more popular ones, you can't get that radio anymore. Yeah. Uh, Giant uh, officially stopped production on these, I think, what, in April of this year, of 2017? Uh, that's right. Now, um, they still had some inventory in April, so mm-hmm. and you'll find distributors that still have certain models. We still have a few of these models, maybe four or five, I believe, that we still have in stock. Yeah, there, there are a list of five models here, and uh, uh, the models we have still are the MD200R, the MG160A, the MJ270R, the MR355R, and the MU354R. Now, one thing that I would like to note while I'm thinking about it is uh, for those users who like repeater-capable handhelds, Motorola had originally had three models of repeater-capable handhelds in the previous line. Um, as of now... The MR355R is the only repeater-capable model still available, and it's in a very, very limited supply. Now, what happens when the MR355R is is no longer available, really the only portable handheld GMRS radio that's repeater-capable will be the Olympia R500. That's true. That's a good point. And when we were going through features here, we did notice that with this new line of talk about T-series radios, there's not a repeater capability in the red. Fortunately, that's not something that very many users of talk about radios mm-hmm. are going to need. But if you were talking through a, a GMRS repeater, 
you can buy up some of these MR355s while we still have them, um, or you're going to have to move to a different brand of radio because the new T-Series won't do it. Yeah. So uh, for those who are concerned about that, if you want to get an additional or replacement repeater-capable radio, you may want to do it now uh, while they're still around. That's a good point. But um, otherwise, if you've got existing talk about radios, it's probably best to start making the transition now to the new T-Series. I would Mm -hmm. suggest figure out what the best replacement model for your giant-produced talk about radio is and um, just go ahead and make the transition. They'll talk to each other. Channel 1 on the new T-Series radio will talk to Channel 1 on the old radio. So it's not that big of a deal to make the switch. You just introduce new radios. It's going to kind of be a pain, I guess, because you've got new chargers that you have to deal with, and mm-hmm. you had uh, several radios, and uh, you know you used to just sitting them on any charger or whatever. I guess that could be a little inconvenient. Or if you're a business that were using these radios. Well, if you're looking um, to replace an old one with a new one, uh, like for like, fortunately, we've made that a lot easier for you. We've put out a chart of radios, a compatibility chart on our website, bytwoayradios.com, uh, listing all of the old models with all of the new models and uh, you can go up there and you can compare, like for like, uh, the new models that essentially replace their older counterpart. Definitely. You've got to take a look at our chart. We take all the guesswork out of it. If you were using uh, the MH230R before, you need the new T60. Mm-hmm. Right there on the chart, feature for feature, we've matched it up. We've got some input from Motorola. Um, the, the chart takes the guesswork out of it. Not only that, but we also include some of the accessories that are cross-compatible between each of those models. And if you've bought Talk About Radios from us in the past and you're on our mailing list, we probably emailed you this chart already. Mm-hmm. So it's there on our site at bytwowayradios.com. Uh, go check it out, and um, that should help you in making that migration from the old to the new models. Speaking of which, we have an update also on the Part 95 reform. In the last episode, we told everyone how the FCC approved Part 95 reform for FRS, GMRS, SCB, and some of the other radio services. And we did not have an actual date as to when it was going to be implemented. But since then, we've been checking the, the Federal Registry almost on a daily basis because uh, a lot of these services were supposed to be implemented 30 days after publication in the Federal Registry. And we're happy to report that it did show up in the Federal Registry a couple weeks ago, and um, the date, the official date that these new rules go into effect is September 28th, 2017. So what you're saying, Rick, is that on that date, you will no longer be required to have a license to use FRS radios. Well, that's exactly right, because FRS radios are now expanded to include what was formerly FRS slash GMRS radios, the combo radios 
that are two watts or less. Which, by what I've looked at, every one of these new talk about radios that we're talking about today, every one of the T-series radios is going to fall in the FRS category. Mm-hmm. So none of them will require a license going forward. Yep. So. They were all licensed. They will all be licensed by rule. They will all be essentially, quote, license-free, unquote, uh, so that you can use it without having to go purchase a GMRS license. I think that's a big win for, for everyone using these radios. A lot of people use them. Yeah, I agree. And, and none of them were getting licensed, so now maybe we have some <laughs> rules that people will follow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you'll be able to use them legally. So that's that's uh, that's great news. That's that's great news. Um, so as far as the new Talkabout line is concerned, um, these new models better. I, you know, I like the new models a lot. I love what they've done with the design. Um, I love the way they're including accessories throughout the line. You get the you know car charger. You get the the carry case with some of the higher end models. Um, I know we're not going to get into a lot of detail about the new models today because we've got a, a completely different episode plan where we're going to kind of get into the nuts and bolts of of this series mm-hmm. um, but i think everyone's going to love these new models and i think that the, the transition from the old models to the new models is simple thanks to a, a great job by motorola you know they maintained a lot of the things that people like uh, compatibility with standard double a triple a batteries um, the they left accessory compatibility. So if you're using headsets, um, it's the same connector across the entire line for audio accessories, uh, with the exception of the very, very low-end models, um, yeah. which didn't have audio support, audio accessory support, yeah, even in the previous connectors version. on those. Um, so they maint- they did everything they could to maintain compatibility while making a, a big jump in durability and product quality. Um, I think people are really going to love the, these radios. And stay tuned for what is currently scheduled to be our next episode <laughs> where we dig into these a little deeper. Sometimes uh-huh. the schedule shifts, but hopefully, remind, hopefully not this time. Do these remind you a lot of the like a upgraded modern-day T7400 a little bit? You know, they, they look a lot more like the, T, the old T7400 talk about. Not than, as tall. No, they're shorter. They yeah, look a lot more like the T seventy four hundred than the last series looked like the seventy four hundred. I thought right. Yeah, see, they they just kind of remind me of the old, you know, the mid two thousand seventy four hundred. Remember the XTN series? Yes. The XTN series looked a lot like the seventy four hundred, right. and it, I think they even used the same battery. Right. Right. Yeah, they do. Um, I wonder if that seventy four hundred was made by Motorola. So what you're saying is that really it's not a completely new look. It's kind of an updated look, but they're kind of going back to their roots a little I, bit. I'm going to call it a new look, but yeah. I can I can kind of see some of the 7400 in it. It, it these, just these reminds are smaller me of that. radios than right. the 7400. It looks like a Motorola radio, and they changed the belt yeah. clip. They did. Yeah, they changed the belt clip, which but. I think people are going to like that because. Right. The old belt clip tended to break uh, yeah, quite a bit. A lot. The old, a you lot. know, the old T seventy four hundreds that we were just talking about. They had the same style, you know, like a traditional two way radio belt clip. Um, the talk about line that was out for, you know, that was just re- replaced. It had that swivel, 
Yeah, it was kind of an odd popping looking. a whole you know belt clip that uh, I was never keen on that that design. No, it was a very strange design that they had before, and I mean I'm kind of gonna miss it because it was one of our best selling accessories. Right, we're replacing <laughs> right. that. Well, we're still gonna have ones. them. We're, we'll, we still have the the accessories for those old ones. You know, don't um, <laughs> don't worry. We still got the belt clips. <laughs> They, they've even in some of these models. I think the T four sixty five and the T six oh five. I could be wrong, but I think they've added a whistle. Yeah. Yes, into they the have. belt clip of a couple yes. of these models. They so have, which is which is kind of a neat feature. It's um, you know you get in a pinch and you're in some kind of emergency situation, you pop off your belt clip and blow on it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, it's perfect for soccer referees. <laughs> <laughs> It's good thinking, uh, you know, yeah, adding whistles to the belt. I don't know if anyone's going to think, oh, my belt clip doubles as a whistle whenever they need a whistle. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, any other uh, comments on the uh, current talk about uh, T-Series? I do, but I'll save them for our next episode. All right. Well, coming up, we'll review the Motorola Talk About T605 two-way radio. Is it a radio that has it all? Or is it something to even talk about? We'll talk about it next on the Two-Way Radio Show. Searching for two-way radios? Buy Two-Way Radios has what you need. Buy Two-Way Radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. Buy Two-Way Radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. Our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buy2wayradios.com weekdays. Buy two-way radios at buy2wayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show. And this week we're going to review an FRS GMRS two-way radio from Motorola, the Talk About T605. Yeah, so today we're going to talk about the new T605. Talk about. <laughs> today we're going to converse about. <laughs> the uh, Converse series. That's right. <laughs> the converser. So today we're talking about the T605 waterproof FRS GMRS two-way radio, new model from Motorola. Um this is the new series we were talking about earlier in the podcast. Um, this is kind of their, I'd say their deluxe model. Um, you know, kind of a survivor's radio or a, a, a water enthusiast radio. Um, Motorola is kind of going, you know, instead of just the bubble pack radios, they're making these things now with carrying cases and, you throw a car charger. They're making it a value pack. They're know, going so, all out. 
Well, some of the other manufacturers, they've done that for, for years where they throw in earpieces and car chargers. and I haven't seen a case before. I haven't seen though, a case. Yeah. Um, it's not a bad case either. No, it's nice. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Um, and I like cases on radios. Yeah, Rick loves cases on anything. <laughs> um, but, you know, comes in this, I call it a safety green color. Um, it's like a, almost like a lime green, I guess. So uh, makes it easy to uh, see if you drop it or if it hits the lake or or whatever the case may be. If it hits the lake, it, it floats, which is a definite plus because most of these things are just going to sink to the to the bottom and you're coming That's back true. and ordering another one from us. Um, <laughs> but IP67 waterproof, which is, is great. Um, you know, that's why I was saying for, you know, extreme outdoor use or on the lake or you know whatever the case may be it's gonna it's gonna withstand the elements for sure um flashlight and and they've gone they've kind of put these flashlights now i've always laughed at flashlights on radios where they're usually just a little small led bulb and they're kind of good for maybe unlocking your car or something like that but this actually does you know the bottom side of this radio is is the flashlight, and it's it, it's it's even better actually. The flashlight is water activated. You talked about dropping right. it in the water and it floats. Mm-hmm. That well, not only does it float, the flashlight turns on by itself. Right. If you drop it in the water, that's These are a pretty, advanced radios. That is a pretty cool feature. Yeah. Really yeah. Is. They they've they've stepped their game up for sure on on these things. Um, you know the new design, the new look. I, I, I like, I, you know, the peanut design was was great. You know, sold really well. You see them, you see them everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. especially us in the business when we go to a retail store, or, you know, on a cruise or Disneyland, and we see that shape. We know what it is. We know it's a Motorola, Motorola. talk about radio. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we may not know exactly which model it is because they were all shaped the same, but it's, you know, we knew what it was. Um, this kind of feels a little bit more. Um, it, it feels very, very durable. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel so toyish. It feels, you know, like a really well-built radio. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. You know, I think that with this new line, Motorola has gone to their consumer radio. It used to be with the older series and most consumer-type radios that there's a drop-off in durability when mm-hmm. you look at business and consumer. I don't know that there's that definitive drop-off anymore but the consumer oriented radios just have more consumer oriented features right like like the flashlight and and Mm -hmm. that type of thing well you were just talking about anthony um some of the radios um having that toy look and i i agree with that wholeheartedly you go back through um the history of a lot of these radios and i did that recently looking back at a lot of the older models and they really did have that kind of toyish look and feel it it didn't really look like a serious radio um for say you know trekking around on in the woods or or hunting or uh anything like that it was really more for the kids and the family at home um to use and really the frs and the gmrs services are really intended for more than just that you know it's for a lot of its general purpose um, use for consumers and I think a lot of consumers wanted something a little bit more than that and looks like Motorola is finally finally giving it to them yeah I, I completely agree this isn't a cheap radio this is a this is a no. good quality radio that just happens to have a feature set 
oriented more for consumer uses than business uses. I wouldn't recommend this for a restaurant or, or you know, a, a business, even though it's soon going to be legal to use that way. Yeah, that's but, something that we didn't really touch on earlier is that uh, one of the, the things that's going to happen, and, and I go around and I see businesses using uh, radios like these, uh, now, and a lot of mom-and-pop places that can't really afford to go out and get a business license or go out and plunk down $200 for a business radio, and then they're using, you know, radios like the Talkabouts or, or some of the other brands, and they've really been using them illegally, but now with the new rules, because a lot of these become FRS radios, mm-hmm. which means anybody can use them for basically any purpose, uh, this means... A lot of these businesses are off the hook with that. and uh, Right. This would be completely legal to use for businesses. But I kind of feel like formerly I would have said don't use it for a business because you're going to find yourself breaking this radio. If you, this radio isn't yeah. built for eight-hour use every day. I don't think I would say that about this radio. I think this radio is going to hold up better than the old ones. But there's still better radios to use for your business. Yeah, yeah. However, for some of these these small small businesses that that's really what they can afford, or what they actually need, you know, as far as as what their limitations are, this wouldn't be adequate. You know. So, and I'm not saying that businesses should go out and use them. I'm just saying that you know there are going to be some businesses that. Uh, that that say you know this is this is what we we have to use so uh, in that case and they they can probably use them and and it's they're going to be fine with well them. I think this radio would hold up to a lot of business uses I think businesses would probably be disappointed with things like the interference that they might find themselves getting with the shared frequencies that, yeah. that type of thing they won't have that exclusivity and they won't have the privacy right. But I think that the qualities here, where I wouldn't have said that about an MR350, and I probably wouldn't say that about some of the Midland radios or or Cobra radios, mm-hmm. you know. Well, what are some of the other features we have here on these, uh, Anthony? That uh... so it still has the uh, supports the NOAA weather alerts. Um, it has the vibrating alert vibra call, which is uh, we had a lot of people that like that that don't necessarily you know hunters like that because they don't want to you know an alert beep going off when they're receiving something and scaring their trophy buck away <laughs> um you know can uh, vibrate like a cell phone or possum depending on what you're hunting right um <laughs> the low battery alert which is nice it does have support 20 call tones uh keypad tones uh talk confirmation tones things like that um you know the biggest thing is ip67 waterproof uh, it floats, you know, Danny mentioned the water activated flashlight, which is just awesome. Um, you know, it's not just a flashlight, but it has both red and white LEDs. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I did not. Uh, yeah, it does. It, um, has red and white LEDs. So for emergency use, I guess it can flash red. I, I think when it goes in the water, I think that's what it does. I'm not absolutely certain on that. But uh, what do you uh, think about the the charger? With this new T series, they've kind of moved away from desktop chargers and they've moved to USB style. Like I, everything charges like a cell phone now. Instead. I like it. I think it's. I mean, that's what we're used to now. Anyway, it takes up less space. I think it gives you more options as far as you know this 
particular package comes with a car charger with the detachable USB cable so you can charge those um, those radios but you know if you lose it you get in a pinch it's going to more than likely you've probably got one of these micro USB connectors laying around the house somewhere right um, so I, I'm a big fan of it I think it's uh, um, it's one less thing to, to have to worry about to, to have that that charger um, doesn't seem to be too many folks griping about it so far because um, I think we're all used to that I think we're used to yeah like, I, I can remember my first cell phone went into a charging cradle you know you put it in there it's like gold or you know yeah and, it, and it, but now it's plug your connector into it and you're you're charging you know it's it's just how everything's going i believe um and i we've seen some some other manufacturers go the same same route there's still some out there that still use the the dual desktop chargers and things like that but it uh um i think it's becoming passe really i mean uh, people want to charge usb and uh, you know there are a lot of instances where you can't you know we were on a trip and we took our uh, radios with us and the fact that now we were fortunate because the the models that we had with us could either charge with the with the um, desktop charger or they could uh, they could plug in and, and charge mm-hmm. individually but um, that's why we took those because we could do that. We didn't want to take the desktop charger with us because, you know, carrying around the charger unit, uh, you know, setting up the desktop, charging the radios uh, that way when you're on a trip or you're, you're traveling around just isn't always feasible. Right. It really isn't. The reason I like the charger is because I don't know what it's like in your house, but radios are something that a lot of people aren't going to be using every day mm-hmm. some people may use them twice a year when they go camping or whatever and other for the rest of the year they sit on the shelf and at my house chances are when i need these radios somebody has moved the the radios from the charger the charger's missing now as long as i have the radios i can charge them i don't need yeah. the charger and i don't need the ac adapter for the charger right. to have a working radio right because i've got a usb cable somewhere and besides, this is the 21st century. We should be able to move up beyond desktop chargers. Well, now I've messed up and moved a lot of what we want to talk about <laughs> next week into this product review. <laughs> but so it, it, to close this out, the, the T605, it gets you the two radios, the charging adapter with the Y cable that has the dual micro USB connectors on it. You get that new whistle belt clip. I'm sure somebody can find a use to that for that. Um, you know, I wonder I get, if it works. I've never tried that. I guess it's better to have it than not have it. I guess. Yeah. Um, you just but, blow on it, or is there a trick to it? Yeah, I've tried it. You just try to just blow on it. It's got a little hole in it. Blow on it, and it's it's a high pitched whistle. Nice. Call the dog with it. There you go. <laughs> um, you get your two uh, nickel metal batteries, rechargeable batteries. You get that car charger that has the detachable USB cables, and then you get the the really nice carrying case. You know, for great for when you're traveling, storing them, um, keeping them all in one place. You know, like Danny mentioned, you know, only may use them twice a year. This will keep them together and keep them safe and and things like that. Yeah, the, uh, the case is really important for right. the the infrequent users. 
Well, it's a really nice case, too. It's great for traveling and also for emergencies. If you right. want to keep a set in your car for, like, an emergency communications or something, you can keep in the case. And there's enough room in the case to store some audio accessories as well. A couple candy bars. <laughs> well, I haven't tried that, but, uh, uh, yeah, it might work. Now that you mention it. <laughs> Come to think of it, yeah. But $119 uh, for this package, I mean, that's that's – you know, you're getting a lot of product and a lot of quality, a good radio for, for that 119 bucks. One other thing to point out is the batteries that this radio uses are the same batteries from the higher-end giant-made right. Talk About series. So if you have batteries with your old radios, don't throw them away if you move to this series because they'll work. Right. Unless they're, like, 10 years old. <laughs> yeah, if they don't work, then they won't work. Yeah. All right. Well, that sounds uh, like wonder. So you give this one two thumbs up? So far, yeah. I, I, I like the direction they've gone with their with their new radios. I really do. You know, I thought it was kind of time for a a facelift. Yeah, know, it really was. Kind of, really you was. Know, get out of the flip phone looking era. Everything jumped to touch screen. You know, it's time for Motorola to do the same thing on theirs. Yeah, this is definitely a step up. Well, uh, we've got some comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. And the first one comes from MDMM55. And uh, he says, I'm in Toronto, Canada. I bought Motorola Talk about T9510R, but the range is about one mile while they advertised 40 kilometers. Is there any way to increase the range at least to 20 kilometers inside Toronto City? And that's from MDMM55. Metric system. <laughs> yeah, always throws me off. i got to Google it. <laughs> it's 19.7 miles. <laughs> Something like that. Um, yeah, the short answer is um, no. I don't think anybody's going to get 40 kilometers with... Uh, with yeah, he only needs 20 kilometers. Well, well that's right. He only needs 20, but it's... We've beat this, this horse dead a long time ago, and it's, yeah. you know, it's the same... We've made it clear on how much we dislike the manufacturers for putting these crazy range claims on there. I, I, I just noticed, well, and Motorola probably did it a while ago, but um, up to, I don't ever remember them putting up to 35 miles, um, or I, don't, I, no. I can't recall ever seeing up to on any of them. It was always 35 miles range. That's true. You know, now they're. But they always, you know, made it clear. Okay, mountaintop to valley, you can get thirty-five miles uh, over open water, six miles, and you know, city settings, two miles. Well, even here to space, <laughs> right? So, um, it, unfortunately, not. I mean, it's you know, with a with a two watt Motorola talk about, you're not going to get twenty kilometers. The mile that you're getting in Toronto, that's pretty good, if you ask me. I mean, in a city setting, that's, that's- that's really that's really good. Um, I know that's not what you want to hear, but that's that's pretty pretty good. I mean, it, with a high power business radio, UHF radio, you may be getting a, a mile or two in a city setting like that. You know, so yeah, it's too much involved with trying to get that much range, um, repeaters and and things like that. So too many too many variables, too many factors involved. 
uh, to really say, yeah, you're going to get 20 kilometers here or 40 kilometers there. It's just it, it, it isn't. If you need more detail on it, we've done numerous episodes, I think, talking about range mm-hmm. and how to extend your range and tips and tricks for extending your range and new products you can buy to extend your range. We also have Rick's radio range chart. where on our blog at bytoyradios.com. There's a radio range chart. Uh, it applies to FRS and GMRS radios, but it really also applies to just about any handheld radio out there um, and really gives you a real-world comparison of what you can expect uh, for range. So check that out. Yeah. The RRRC. All right. uh, Our next one comes from Timothy, and he says, Gentlemen, love your radio show. Very entertaining, relevant, and informative. After listening to um, Two-Way Radio Show episode 112, which was the uh, product review for the Midland MXT-115 Micromobile uh, GMRS two-way radio, I would appreciate your insight and recommendations here. I would like to periodically transfer an MXT-115 out of my truck for use as a temporary base station at our Boy Scout camp located in the Appalachians. Goal is to use MXT-115 at summer camp to talk with 10 Boy Scouts plus adult volunteers who carry a variety of FRS GMRS handhelds. Any recommended external battery configuration or connectivity and antenna configuration that I could should use with an MXT-115. Goal is to ensure our scouts' low-power FRS GMRS handhelds can reliably communicate with the MXT-115 at our base camp up to two-ish miles away in hilly wooded terrain. Um, And uh, he's asking about... uh, being able to connect his MXT-115 to a Midland MXT-A11 antenna and uh, maybe mount the antenna approximately 10 feet high up a nearby tree at the campsite? Um, Or would it be safer to mount and use the uh, antenna directly on the truck to minimize unnecessary lightning risk? And uh, he says, thanks in advance for all that the three of you all do. And that's from Timothy. Uh, first of all, Timothy, thanks. Appreciate you listening to the show and uh, and the kind words. As far as the um, antenna placement, yeah, I think up the woods in, in that area, um, I don't know that you'd really want to string it up a tree or anything. <laughs> um, I know there are hams that do that sort of thing. But what they do is they don't really actually put the antenna up the tree. They'll They'll string... An antenna wire between two trees, I think, put it up at that location for a temporary, you know, to be able to receive and, and transmit on a temporary basis. Well, he's going to have to mount but, it somewhere, and um, I don't know that the tree would be the worst place, but the question is how much height is he going to need to get the range that he wants? Mm-hmm. I think the most convenient option would be to just leave it mounted on the vehicle, like he, he says. But um, and that makes more sense to me too, yeah. and, and maybe just park the vehicle somewhere where it's an o- in an optical. Be grounded position. better yeah, though too. It is. It, yeah, that's a magnetic mount antenna. If it's just so you got don't have a ground plane issue right. or anything like that. So yeah, up in the tree you really won't have much of a ground plane. Yeah, so. you're gonna have to do so, use an external one or as a, part a pizza of the pan or something yeah. in the tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, the vehicle will be good. The, the only question is, is it convenient? I mean, where, can he get the vehicle where he needs the radio? Is with the vehicle, the antenna still going to be, you know, five, six feet off the ground? Is that high enough? Mm-hmm. 
So it's it's really hard to answer the question. We kind of need to know more about where he's trying to get his signal and but it, it I mean the radio is definitely equipped to be moved around and converted to a base oh, station. Yeah, You'd yeah. only need a, an external power supply. There are a number happen. of antenna options available for this radio. It's not limited to the MXTA11. Um, I mean, there's several uh, there's several Midland antennas that will work with this radio. In mm-hmm. addition to that, there are an, a plethora of antennas in that um, in so that frequency you just need range. Something in the 460 range, 460 yeah, yeah. UHF. Any antenna would work. So yeah, we have plenty of tram models. Tram's got and, that and, that yeah. one that's got like a sixty-two and a half inch whip on it. That would be that's right. That, that would be. Uh, I know a lot of people like that, and it, I think it falls within four thirty to four seventy. You know, mm-hmm. there's also base antennas if you needed to to right. If you went with the tree mount option, you could mount it more securely with a base antenna. Yeah, that would make sense too. I think that's uh, not a, not a bad thing to take a look at. So Timothy, take a look at some of those options, and uh, you might find something that'll work pretty well for what you want to do. Um, our next one comes from Gerald, and uh, he's talking about the MU350R. The Motorola talk about MU350R. That's one with Bluetooth capability. He wants to know, does this radio have the 8-channel split function for repeater capability, like the MR350R? And that's from Gerald. Uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know off the top of my head. No, no, no it doesn't. The, the, uh, the MU350R did not have any, any repeater capability at all. It does have the Bluetooth. And actually, those are actually no longer available. The MU354R, which is the single unit. Mm-hmm. The same. It's basically the same unit. It's just it right. comes in a single pack. We still have a few of those left, but um, those those are um, not going to last too much longer. They're they're going to be going out the door pretty soon, I think. So, um, yeah, that that one does not have repeater capability. Sorry. And uh, and we have a comment from Don, and. Um, he said, I contacted Titera and asked if the MD9600 will have a remote-capable head. Sadly, it will not. And that's from Don. And he's referring to the TYT MD9600 uh, dual-band DMR mobile radio that just, just came out. Yeah, unfortunately, it does not. And they never had a plan to do that, unfortunately. You may see it. I've been told they may do it in future models, but, you know, it's, it's, unfortunately, it's not as of now. We've had a few people. In fact, um, I've seen at least one or two comments on our YouTube channel for our 9600 unboxing video where they not only were disappointed, they were saying, well, there's no way I'm going to buy this model because it doesn't have the the uh, removable head. That That's just a deal breaker for me. And, you know, I really I don't want to go off on a rant here, but I want to say that, you know, first of all, this is kind of a remarkable achievement here where we're getting a mobile a dual band mobile dmr radio uh, and especially at the price point that it is now um i i'd say that uh that it being a deal breaker just because the head's not removable uh, i'd say i that to me that would not be a reason not to to go for it if you really want a dmr well, I mean, uh, to, to each your own. I mean, that's, that's you know, some people like that, uh, you know, uh, but 
There are some uh, people that have very specific mounting right. needs, yeah. too, where I, I could see a detachable face being something they would need. Like, if you have a brand new car, you don't really have a place to install a radio, I guess maybe you'd want to throw the base under the seat and clip the, yeah, the head somewhere. With that being said, look at how many mobiles don't have detachable faceplates, and they're, they're popular radios. They've been making those a lot longer than they've been making radio, you know, mobiles with detachable faceplates. And, uh, well, I mean, they're going to miss out on them, a, so a decent right. I mean, there's, it, it, I've heard a couple, and I'm a couple people that have, you know, been disappointed it's not detachable face, but I also know that there's a bunch that just went out the door that, you know, people just wanted a mobile. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people are using these for, base stations in their house so really a detachable face is that's relevant and that's yeah, I, mean, I think it's a, a minor concern right yeah. it's, it's not I, you know again it, it wouldn't be a deal breaker for me and, and maybe for most people but if it is i mean it's you yeah, know it's, wait on the next one right I mean, wait, wait on the know, next one only took like six years to get this one out <laughs> right <laughs> really but i mean for for people to get upset yeah. over this i i think that's um, come on you know i mean it, it I hate to use the cliche, but it is what it is. You know? That's right. Um, it is what it is. And and the feedback, we. by the way, I don't know if we've officially announced on the show that the 9600 is finally available. No, we haven't. I was going to actually have Anthony do that. Hey, you just stole it. <laughs> no, Sorry. Stole your no, it's, there. Sorry. No, it's, yes, finally, finally here. Um, you know, we got our sample about two months ago, and... Got it. Uh, some of the bugs worked out, and some more firmware updates, and they started mass shipping. Uh, I guess a couple weeks ago, we finally got the first few in, and then uh, and it came through weird too because we got like fifty radios, and then we got a hundred radios, and they didn't send our entire shipment at once. So we mm-hmm. were like filling pre-orders in stages and then we got stock but we can't sell any radios because we just got enough to not even cover our pre-orders but we've got plenty all the pre-orders are done everything is good to go we've got we've got them in stock yeah we've got plenty in stock as of now um ham hams love them yeah and you know what detachable faceplate or not it's a nice looking radio oh it's you know i keep up with the social medias and and ask people their thoughts when they, they call in for support or whatever and everybody seems really really happy with it um you know i think uh i had one guy tell me it was worth the wait mm-hmm. you know that it was worth <laughs> that's good to hear <laughs> yeah because it, I mean, it was only a year and a half but uh that it was worth the wait i mean it could have been could have been a lot worse it could have been i think they took their time with it designed something really you know, attractive radios, something that feels like a really nice radio, good sound quality, nice mic, um, you know, got the programming. I mean, I, I tell you, the biggest thing about this radio is is having them make their software be able to take the 380 code plugs. I mean, that... Yeah, that's a big deal. You know, because there's... There's, there's a... I don't care where you are. There's a code plug out there for your area. There's got to be. Um, 
and maybe people that never had a 380 or a 390 or 2017 or you know this mobile's their first they, they can put a plug in it and start using it within five minutes you know get your antenna hooked up get it hooked to power write a plug to it and you can be on the air in five minutes you know there's no mm-hmm. more of the you know seven days of writing a code plug so you can get on the air it's it's right there i mean the only thing you really got to add is you know with it being dual band is is you know you may have uhf repeaters in your area dmr but you want to add your two meter analogs you got to add those but it's a piece of cake it really is well you know that makes it much more uh that, that makes it much easier anyway if you want to have uh a an MD ninety six hundred as your base station, and then have your uh, MD three eighties, three nineties, or maybe an MD twenty seventeen out in the field. You know, you're using that out and about the MD ninety six hundred, and you know, at your base, and it's like a, a perfect setup there, right? And everything works. So yeah, so far so good. It was it's been uh, a long time uh, waiting, and and you know, thank goodness they finally showed up, and they've. Uh, They've been, I think, every bit as popular as we thought they would be. Um, they, you know, people were. We, we received a lot of emails those days going. Mm-hmm. I, I ordered this last <laughs> July, and I just got a tracking number. Is this true? Is this? Is, is, you're not playing with this, are you? Like, no, this is. They're really here. You'll have your radio in two days. Enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. And you know, one other thing too, if you uh, enter promo code show at checkout. When you order one of these, you can save an additional five percent off your order. That's right. So, the best of best of uh, of everything there. All right. Well, I guess that does it for our comments and questions for this week. Uh, send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buytwowayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to the two-way radio show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, blueberry.com, Google Play Music, or Stitcher Radio. All right, well, I guess that does it for our episode today. Uh, Before we go, any other final comments? Nope, I think we got it. All right. Well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWayRadios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening. And until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Themester. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out. Out.